0: A natural ease i felt in alaska like it was a sacred haven for runaways like me i almost hummed a song under my breath almost i came to the unlit section of town where the city hadn't bothered to replace the streetlights blown bulbs the darkness enveloped me so quickly that it was like stepping under water. the only light came from the flashing red closed signs on the storefronts lining the left side of the street where i walked normally I walked right through. But tonight, I paused and looked around. No one else passed me on the street, which wasn't unusual for this time of night. But my shit's about to go down radar sprang to life. A radar finely tuned from 14 foster homes over the course of six years. Currents spread out along my skin, raising the hairs on my arms. My spine tingled. Slowly, I reached up and flipped back my hood, so it wouldn't hinder my peripheral vision. Tick-tock, tick-tock. The sound blasted in my ear, and I jumped in surprise. Reacting quickly, I pulled my gun and spun around, forefinger alongside the trigger. The ticking kept up, like a clock gonging right beside me. I was the only one on the street. Frowning, I dug my cheap prepaid cell out of my pocket. One glance at the display told me the phone wasn't making the weird clock sound. The ticking trumpeted so loud, so close, it resembled a war drum in my ear. Tick, talk, tick. I swiveled around, craning my neck to see deep into the shadows of the dark alleys between the small stores beside me. The shadows didn't move or tick, even though the ticking sounded like it literally came from two feet behind me. I spun in a circle again, with my eyes roving the ground for something I might have stepped on. Faded concrete and old gum stared back at me from beneath the toes of my converse. I stepped over to the closest store's window and pressed my face against the glass. Tick-tock. The clock sound faded slightly, and I glanced down the street, straining to keep up with the noise. It might have been a car, but none had passed me by. Lights blazed a few blocks down, but in front of me, darkness reigned, making the town's familiar streets suddenly feel like a foreign country with a population of one, and maybe an obnoxious cuckoo clock. Or maybe just one cuckoo murderer. Me. The ticking continued to fade into a faint murmur. I flicked on the safety and put the gun back in my pocket. Tick. I spun around, the sound a whisper against my ear, like someone had blown a kiss inches from my face. Talk. The sound came from my head now, directing me toward the alley next to me. Slowly, I turned and looked. A dog with dramatically pointed ears materialized from the shadows, its black fur rippling like silk in the silver moonlight. It drew to a stop a couple feet away, obsidian eyes sweeping up my body in a way that gave me the very distinct impression— It was cataloging my most tender parts. Its nostrils flared, breath condensing in the still air between us. I didn't move and neither did the dog, as if we were locked in a game of chicken to see who would turn away first. After a few blinks, the dog cocked its head and huffed a heavy breath, like I'd disappointed it by not playing the game right. Over the past week, Kodiak had reported a series of animal attacks, but it felt like a mistake to consider this creature just a dog. At any moment, I expected it to throw back its animal pelt and reveal a man beneath, laughing at playing a joke on me. Tick. I leaned closer, bending slightly at the waist. The creature stiffened, but I focused on the black inside its eyes. A store sign flashed above me, giving me all the light I needed to see. My reflection was upside down, which wasn't right at all. Talk. What the hell are you? The one to end you, brave girl. To lick the marrow from your bones and dine on your fear. The shock at hearing the dog's voice in my head saved my life. With a gasp, I recoiled, stumbling backward right as the creature lunged, its snapping jaws sending a pungent breeze across my face. Its front paws, massive with curling yellow claws, hit the concrete right where I'd previously stood, Not willing to turn my back on the dog, and knowing better than to run, I backed into the street, hand-reaching into my pocket for the gun. The dog followed, letting out a low rumble that shook my bones. As it stalked me across the street, keeping close enough to reach out and touch...